Hey folks, right off jump, we gotta talk about some business. Are you following us on social media in general? Because you should be. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Dabbling Dribbling. MySpace. What? We're not Drake. We have a MySpace page. We do not. Why would we, we say have that? a MySpace page? No. We got Foursquare. We, we that doesn't even exist anymore. No. No. We, oh. we have Friendster though. Do you remember Friendster? No. Okay, well, it is what it is. Um, find us on Pokemon Go. Find us on Pokemon Go. Um, make sure you're following us, and are you listening to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts? Because if you are, rate us, comment, tell us what you're thinking. Be sure you're subscribing. There you go. Um, nice. It's a fun cast. It's a short and sweet cast. Um, we don't talk uh, a, a whole ton. We unintentionally mm-hmm. started talking about dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a thing. Mostly your love life. If we talk about your love life too. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's it mostly, mostly centers around you, which is good because you're doing good things right now. I mean, I'm like, just, I'm just living my. Um, get, Bryna got her groove back. Strong, <laughs> strong into this decade. <laughs> strong I'm like bull. In, I'm walking in like I am here. Man, doors <laughs> open and seas part. It's your... it's, it's kind of like how Beyonce when she opened the door and the and the floodgates just the the water just came. Oh right, down I forgot about that. Lemonade. Right, 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 like right, 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 right. It's very fierce, very fierce. Dang girl. It, I know. <laughs> it's really not that exciting. You just make it seem a lot more exciting than it is. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. <laughs> what else did we talk about? We talked about Drake and uh, him him putting a stopper on his own magic dust. He he didn't stop it somebody else stopped it. well he no he's his own person yeah, it wasn't like jay prince well we'll get into it yeah. he he drake has a response for push a t we just don't know what it is we don't know it's like but i want to know it's, it's what we want <laughs> to know uh, people are interested um and then uh what else did we talk about after that jmb oh yeah jmb uh let us know what her, their, their children look like so that was fun. They're cute as hell. Super cute because mm-hmm. they started their on the run two tour. Great. Um, and we talk about the first two games of the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Golden State Warriors. Not Just kind of broke it down a little bit, and then we kind of took a break um, before we did our dope people of the week. And let's just say the cast turns. <laughs> it just turns because our dope people are very dope. Ugh. I do think our dope people are I cool. Do, I did enjoy our dope people. Right. But immediately after that, we, we had to just, talk about the game. It, uh, spoiler alert, <sighs> it's not great. We're annoyed. If you don't I'm, know by now, <laughs> we're the Cavs are down 0-3. Yeah, it's I'm just tired. I'm so tired. Uh, anyway, but the first half was actually great, so you should at least listen to that. They should have stopped the game there. Yeah, honestly. should have just called it a day. Called it a day. What more does this man have to do? I know. Why don't we just get into this and uh, enjoy the cast, folks? Sweet. Hey, folks. Welcome to another episode of Dabble and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is a um, dark, dreary-ish day in New York City. Just how I like it. Yeah, it's actually, it was kind of nice. I liked uh, not having too much sun. It's a little faux London. Faux London, maybe like a little Seattle. Like it, it just felt sure. cloudy. Sure, sure. But I think London is better. Yeah. London is a good option. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a good It's on comparison. the up and up. It's the up and up. Yeah. How are you, bud? 
I'm doing, I am <laughs> running on fumes, I mean, if we're being completely honest. Yes. Um, remember how last week you were just golden and I was just like, I'm so tired. I was just bebopping around. <laughs> right. And now the tables have turned. Full disclosure, we had basically like an hour and a half long conversation before we even started recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that just, I mean, this was shorter for us more than normal because usually it's like, two hours and we're like oh maybe we should start recording this game. <laughs> that's true but like, oh. i appreciate the conversation it's really helped me uh digest and process digest and process and i appreciate that friend thank you so much i mean you literally warned me like i'm gonna unload on you and i'm, I'm just letting like, you know and i'm like dude how many times have i unloaded on you <laughs> like, I just, I, and i warned yeah i warned <laughs> like, you i was like listen i've been taking l's and like wrigley is about to feel this energy <laughs> i hope your dog doesn't mind he's not gonna want to cuddle up next to me except he was all about it. I'm so appreciative of Wrigley. I've tried not to overuse him as a comfort animal during this uh, session, so I've only <laughs> pet him three times. <laughs> Just, but very vigorously. Yeah, very yeah. intensely. Well, he acted like he wanted it, so I was like, I mean, right. he always does. He's like, he's his body is always ready for you. <laughs> kind of disgusting seems that way yeah you walk it. you walk in and he's just like on his hind legs yeah, he see. had his hind legs today i know he was like i miss my uncle alex i think he just he knew that you needed it yeah i appreciate needed, that that you needed some love thanks man yeah how are you doing you're good i'm good you know i, I was like telling you like oh i take a couple l's a week like what's my l to that what's my l this week you know um but you know what i've uh come to um, this I had a conversation with a friend of ours um, today. Even I was just like, I'm I'm in this place of liberation, and mm-hmm. not in like a like a any weird kind of way. I'm just very like content with who I am, yes. and yeah, no, I know you love yes. Bri in her thirties. Yes, <laughs> that is that is you, my friend. Um, very content with who I am. Very um, like on a like a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual level, and so when I get L's, whether it be at work, life, whatever, I'm just kind of like, yeah, that sucks. Okay, learn from it, and we got to move forward because mm-hmm. I don't got time to dwell on my imperfections because I got a ton, and beyond those imperfections, it makes me who I am. So if you don't like it, right, you can keep it moving. But your cachet of self-esteem right now is at a really good place. Yeah, it's very good. And it and it makes for those L's to be taken with grace mm-hmm. and you just move on. Yeah. You got a resiliency. Yeah, and, and like it makes me sad that it has taken like 31 years to kind of get there. <laughs> but, you know, better late than never you just get there it's yeah because sometimes it doesn't arrive for anyone and i've noticed that and i'm like a few friends of mine and i have talked about it and i especially the one i talked to today i was just like man i'm i'm glad we both are at a place where we are just happy Mm. like Mm -hmm. not even just happy like we talked about this before there's joy in our life and like not everything is always perfect like i had a really like tough conversation with this guy that I once dated or what, I don't know what we were. Um, he did something bad. And so I like, was that a conversation that you and I had that what just recently? Yeah. 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 I didn't like that. Yeah. I know you didn't like that. I mean, I like what you did. You handled it like a champ. Like I was pumped. I was uh, fist <laughs> pumping the air. My shoulder hurt so hard. Wait, which the story you told me last week. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, yes, there was that conversation, but I'm talking about the, the H-Town conversation. Oh, that like, one you I, didn't finish your thought? I didn't finish it, but like, Dang. it was just a lot of like, him having feelings about what he did wrong, and I'm sitting there like, I'm feeling bad that you feel this way, but I'm also like, you, oh! but you hurt me. Oh. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> you feel that way. Right. 
but I feel right. nothing. And then, like, then yeah. he's like, maybe then I can't be friends with you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm that, like, yeah. Th- there's your answer. <laughs> okay. There's <laughs> eight billion people in the world. So Go ahead and find another one. There are other friends to be had. Yeah. I told you what I thought. I know. It's just weird. It's it's a it's a weird um, situation because it's like he's saying all the things that like hit the words of affirmation piece for me. Like sure. he says all the right things and makes me feel very cared for. But then I'm like, you do all this, you say all these things, but then you did this one thing that I really can't get over. I just want to be clear: the one thing is something I've never heard anyone doing right. outside of. 1990s movies and rom-coms um i mean because it's it's scripted it's really really effed up what he did i was like you we can say what he did i mean if we want it's your it's your (laughs) it's your road to drive you do whatever you want i mean he said one thing and like we were essentially we were talking and then he we were like talking and like getting to know each other and then he just like was like mm-hmm. I feel like I like you as a friend, but like there's another girl I like right. more, and I was just like okay, I was hurt, I was hurt by it, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like devastated because yeah, we were all we were just dating people, right, right. Um, and I was like okay, I mean like that, if that's what you want, that's cool. He's like I mean I'd still like to be friends. I'm like I guess, but like okay, cool, okay, whatever. Thanks. Yeah, like I just yeah. kept it kind of moving, and then he would randomly like text me and stuff like that, and I'd be like okay, whatever, you know, like platonically, very platonic, like. And yeah, I'm a pretty responsive texter, so like, unlike other f boys, and then you, there's fuck boys, and then there's you. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at texting for <laughs> but reasons you that are to unknown. Me, you respond to me within 24 hours, so I feel really oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. In that, you get that that circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and then at one point, like he asked me a question, and it was like a pretty good like back and forth conversation. And then he's like, "Can I be honest with you?" And I was like, "Sure." And he told, and he just straight up told me that he lied about the other girl, and that mm-hmm. he was like getting scared, and he didn't know what to do because he started falling for me. And I was just like, "Wait, what?" Like it was such a weird. If I've never in my life experienced what I experienced with this person, I was like, "So you made me feel like crap, telling me that." this other girl was like prettier like mind you that's what she said he said right like a prettier like i have more connection with her you you heard this right you everyone listening you heard this yeah keep going prettier <laughs> more connection more connection like just feels like there's a better connection there that i'm more attracted to her and all these things but i still think you're really cool mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and so of course like my ego was shot i'm like oh i'm not pretty mm-hmm. like yeah he just he he gave you uh, he gave you a little jab a little L uh-huh. for that and then um, unbeknownst to you that person he's referring to is not real it does not exist is the limit does not exist complete <laughs> the limit does not exist this person uh, is actually a figment of his imagination because he was a coward to there own up to his feelings there it is and oh my you god said I never it. said that out loud no and that is the fact yeah so um i already told you what i think mm-hmm. um why would i spend time with it you know how many people there are on this world already a billion we've covered this there are a lot Don't of people tell me what to do Alex. <laughs> there are a lot of people <laughs> who would value you right, as a totally. friend and a partner mm-hmm. who would not make someone up feel like that to make you feel that way unnecessarily to um, overcompensate for their feelings of inadequacy. Yeah. And for that, there are people in this world to elevate you and not 
do that to you. Can I just say, I'm so glad we recorded this and I shared this because I am going to play this back and <laughs> to him <laughs> and be like, I just need to listen to the first uh, 12 minutes of my of my podcast. Yeah. Well, so. who's get, the question there in becomes for me, who's going to get the most out of this relationship? Oh, it's going to be him. Or this, him. Yeah. yeah. You are going to. Because I'm the, I'm the, I'm the settler at this yes! point. <laughs> and it's like. Can I have another shot? No, you can't. But there's someone else in this world when you when he's ready to be wholly pieced together and he mm-hmm. gets all that, you know, the insecurity. Which stuff. we all have insecurities, that's fine. Hell yeah. But to resort to the the notion of lying about something so trivial, instead of just saying, Hey, I, I'm falling for you, but I just can't do it right like now. It's, because or like I'm I need scared to, or I'm scared. I'm, right. I'm not in the place right now and just doing that. They had to make up. Reminds me of like another conversation, like a a healthy conversation you had with somebody. Yes. (laughs) Like, like you, you've done it. And I'm just like, it's possible to have a conversation to be like, I like you. So, and, but, but I have, I have a responsibility Mm -hmm. of how I make you feel. Right. Your feelings have become my responsibility also. And I need to be cognizant of that. Right. And there's, and that's not even just in a like romantic relationship that you, like we as humans have responsibilities for how the people that we care about in our circle feel. That's right. Like I have a responsibility how you feel in this relationship. I have a responsibility how, you know, people like my sisters, my family, all those people feel. And so like for, yeah. Wrigley has a responsibility for how I feel. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. feeling better? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Wrigley. You could come closer, closer. Wrigley, a little closer. Wrigley, go closer. Just shove him go, across can go, the wood can floor. Can you go night night? Go to bed. Go to bed with Uncle Alex. We're really not in bed. That's just his. That's just this thing that I say. We record from a queen size every <laughs> every week. This just makes the rumors worse, Alex. <laughs> this is why I'm still single. This we is why are, both of us are still single. So we are a platonic. <laughs> I hate you. A queer platonic. A queer platonic, demisexual, <laughs> monogamous friendship. Right. Oh, it is monogamous. So I can't have any other. You cannot have any other <laughs> platonic, demisexual, queer, queer friendship. Okay, <laughs> That's right. And if you ever have anybody else, I'm going to get jealous. People are listening, like, if they haven't heard the previous podcast, like, which which one of you is gay? Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Gotta, This whole relationship is Look weird. it up. Look it up. Look it up. But but anyway, you're responsible for someone else's feelings. Yeah, and it's just, but I think that's a level of maturity. Like, when you're, when, you're, when you're a young person, if you're a guy or if you're a girl, maybe it's just all about sex for you or just all about, like, the conquest or whatever when it comes to that kind of thing. And I get that, and that's, like, Been one, in the headspace. Like, I get that aspect of figuring out your love life or whatever, mm. but I also understand there's other people that are just like, I just want to find true love right. and, and all these things. And like, I have a lot of friends that were like that too. And so um, I just was never in any of those spaces. I was just kind of like, yeah, if someone comes around, cool. If they don't, cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. A I just fair approach. Uh, yeah. It's, okay. it's been helpful, I guess. Okay. 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 A little healthy detachment. Yeah, maybe it's uh, a uh, um, a form of uh, a defense mechanism. There you go. I was gonna say. I was like, see, it goes at the D word. D D D D D D defense. I hate you. You are the worst. But we but platonic queer relationship I have. But uh, no, I I get that though, because we all put on that shroud every once in a while. We've all done it at some point in our lives, whether it be in grade school, high school, college, adult life. You're sitting at um. 
you're looking at someone who you don't think you can get Mm -hmm. and telling yourself well that's just because i'm not gonna try or you know like i'm not putting myself out there in that way we all do that a little we've done that before i don't know i don't know if i still do that I have to think on that, but um, that idea of taking on other people's responsibility, I know during feelings my... as your responsibility. Yeah, yeah, feelings yeah. as responsibility. I know when I had my season of dating around... When you were hoe? When I was hoeing it up, <laughs> to be specific. You were hoeing it up uh, safely. Very safely and very selectively. And sure, I sure, only sure, sure, had... Um, and I was very upfront with everyone I dated, but yep. I only had, I think there were five people at a time at one point that i was uh seeing romantically but Mm -hmm. only two of whom uh was having sexual intercourse with safely at the same time well not like uh like at the same season in the same season i would say it was like not like you were sleeping with both of them the same week no i couldn't do that i didn't have time Mm -hmm. because i was dating five people God, that's exhausting. Tell me about it. Because that's how I feel about currently. Okay, so let's talk about that because (laughs) we had a list and our list is garbage. We'll get to it. But I mean, essentially, when I found myself, you know, what's reasonable in this city and maybe most places is when you have two busy working professionals, seeing each other once a week is pretty good. Seeing each other twice a week, that's starting to be like more of a relationship. But like once a week when you start dating, it's pretty much the expectation yeah well if you see five people and each of them expects once a week that's five days a week that leaves you two days to to just get your thoughts together and go to the gym maybe (laughs) and maybe maybe do some laundry take a shower right and you (laughs) did you take a shower at all during this time (laughs) sorry i'm just being an asshole it was a smelly date a very (laughs) smelly date was that why you smelled very bad during so that time? So rank during that time. I'm surprised they stood next to me. We would. I I'm would, such an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> my and I looked at my bank account during that time. Yeah. Not to say I was balling and just throwing out cash, but definitely took some some hits. Yeah, took some L's. And and my brain space was so unclear. And then at the end of it all, I said. I was starting to do that. I'm a pretty good listener, mm-hmm. and I'm good at remembering people's conversations with me. Were you forgetting what people were telling you? Couldn't remember who told me what at a certain and point. And did you also, did you also have a point keep... that you forgot what you told them? Yep. Yep. I'm, yeah. There you go. I'm, I'm in that space okay, right now. So that's that, that for me was the line where I said, oh, you've gone too far. <laughs> like, you are normally really good at this, yeah. and now you're starting to slip on your game. And um, I had to make a spreadsheet for myself. Are you kidding me? I'm not even kidding you. Can you share that spreadsheet with me? I mean, delete your comments. You're not. I mean, it's very simple. (laughs) Can you just send it to me? There were like five columns. I also sound like I am a big old (laughs) hoe right now. (laughs) (laughs) No. That I just like dating everybody. (laughs) It sounds to me like a responsible adult choice you're making to live your best life. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I see it. But, I, no, I would say uh, my, so. My, I would say so. My yeah. spreadsheet had name, uh, phone number, how I met the person because uh-huh. I had to just keep. I was on multiple dating apps. Yeah. It's like which one did you meet on? Oh, I don't do that. I'm just in one. Reasons why I like this person and things that we talked about. Mm. Um, just so I could. Keep so after up to every date. date, would you just add to it? Yeah, just some bullet points, and then so with the next date, I would just say, okay, what did we recap the last time? And then just ultimately, I said. Is this any way to live? Is this how you want to live your life? And I called up each and every one of them and I told them, hey, look, 
it's not you, but I have this relationship right now going with a much prettier, more attractive person that I connect with who's not even real. But I need to tell you this so to make gotta, myself feel better. Why you why you gotta hurt me like that? <laughs> why you gotta That's what they said. They were like, What? This is uh, this is weird. Huh? But no, yeah. I just told them all. I was like, listen, dating you has been really interesting and really great, but I'm not in the headspace yeah. where I feel like I can fully connect with someone until I connect with myself and I'm not spending enough time yeah. with myself in places that I really value. Mm. So I miss myself. And so for a while, you I'm not going to date. I'm not going to date. I hope, you know, no offense to you. I think we're, you're really cool. And let's like be in touch sometime down the road. Hopefully no hard feelings. And every single person said, I really appreciate that you would have the respect Mm-hmm. Enough to call me and tell me this. Right. And I respect your decision, of course, and I hope you're able to connect with yourself. And they wish me nothing but the best. Right. There's one person I forgot to call because I, apparently I was dating six people. <laughs> and then they messaged me six months later and was like, how come you just ghosted me? And I was like, holy shit, I ghosted someone. And <laughs> you're I didn't an asshole. Know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're a terrible It's human. so inconsiderate to forget that. So anyway, I met, I, yeah. So I learned in that season what I can handle and one one person I started dating more exclusively after mm-hmm. all that Does and this... she asked me yes okay yeah mm-hmm. she asked me I love um, how that without even yes. saying words we know exactly you know. who we're talking about yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. she Continue. goes am I the only uh, are you having sex with anyone else mm-hmm. like while we're having sex right right um, which is a very adult question yep. yeah you should you should mm-hmm. ask that question because um, we had never and really talked about it and you should be honest about it and I said I said no which was honest because frankly I don't have time to date more than one. I can barely handle one person. So how am I going to do yep. two? So that's the whole point. Right. Where we are in this season of life, though, we have to be responsible for our other people's feelings. And you have someone knocking on your door who wants um, you to be responsible for building them up and their self-esteem. And that's not your job right now. That's your job most days of the week. Yeah. So, but yeah. having a partner's, you know, that's a project like anything else. Yeah. It's, partners it's, should complement each other. Right. And like, you can have multiple partners that isn't just romantic, right? Like, sure. obviously, like, this is a partnership. Right. You have partnerships at work, you have partnerships and friendships and things like that. And so it takes work and time and all those wonderful Did, things. Did you ever listen to Dan Savage Lovecast? I have, yeah. Yeah. I, he's really. He speaks to my love languages, mm-hmm. and he also approaches... What are your love languages? Um, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Really? Yours is physical touch? That's like one of your top ones? A physical touch and time spent. What are the ones again? Uh, physical touch, time, time spent, spent uh, words of affirmation. Acts gift, of service. Acts gift. of service, gifts. Um, I Definitely physical touch is number one. Time spent I would is have, number two. In a million years, not thought that. Physical touch for you being number one. Mm-hmm. This explains this, this. I'm looking at you very differently. Yeah. Because I've seen you with girls. Mm-hmm. I think you're also very considerate of your surroundings. Surroundings. Yeah. Okay. I'm considerate of how other people will feel. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Clearly. But well, I, which is why I never bring boys around you. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. See, I don't bring gals around a lot. No, you don't. When I'm with them. I'm, I can be all about the physical touch. Right, 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 and the right. time spent is also nice too because mm-hmm. of the sapiosexual side of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that uh, uh, exchange of neurons yeah, yeah. and electrons of conversation that um, that can be riveting. Yeah, my physical touch dropped 
mm-hmm. I took the test again. Mm-hmm. It dropped, and it was time spent, acts of service, words of affirmation. Words of, like those last, the first one was um, time spent, and then acts of service, words of affirmation, and touch were all tied, and gifts were zero. People who <laughs> value gift giving as a love language. Who are you? Like, who are these people? I see why people, like, you took time out of your, like, I think it's just how you look at it, right? Like, for me, at acts of ser- an act of service is that you thought of me and mm-hmm. that, like, your your parents giving me the Michael Jordan cardboard mm-hmm. is, like, I don't consider it as a gift. I think of it as, like, this, this time that they spent thinking about me putting it together. And, yes, it happens to be a gift, right? right? But, like, it just... I just think it, it, it just manifests itself in different ways. Like, oh, I feel love when someone someone gives me something because they thought about me or it made them, like, this random... Like, I'm the kind of person that if you were to give me a gift, it doesn't have to be on my birthday. I don't, yeah. like, care. Right. Like, I don't even care about flowers and things like that. Like, But if you're like, oh, I saw this book and I thought of you or, like, I saw this yeah. thing and I thought of you, you know. Or... Like, that, to me, is fine. In the digital age, when someone just thinks of you when they see something and they take a picture of it and send, and send it, it to you. you. Oh, my that's God, a I gift. love that. That's I a gift. I love that. That's, that's like... Or I see a gift that I'm like, I need to send this to somebody yeah. because this is... It's not even words of affirmation. It's yeah. just like, this made me think of you. Right. That's a gift that doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Right. So I could see that. That makes more sense to yeah. me. Yeah. I just think, like, you and I are similar in that, like, the gifts, like, giving, giving of things or receiving of things. Mm-hmm is not no what am i gonna is, do with this yeah it's like i don't one more thing yeah one more thing in my life now you have to see this whenever you're around you have to see that i'm using it or yeah. whatever yeah this yeah. banana slicer do you have a banana slicer no it's, a friend I was of mine say, had like, one i was like well, you're getting a banana slicer why? The, it's a fixed <laughs> it's, it's a fixed thickness for slices what if i want it thinner or thicker like how that doesn't can, make any sense I'm, that's what I told my friend, and she still ordered two. That's so weird. Are you that bored or like lazy that you can't cut this banana? Uh, too funny, bro. Um, do we want to just at least touch on some of these things? I know we're like in it, but the things that I wanted to talk about are all just really short things, short updates. Because I wanted to give you an update on sure. on Drake and Pusha T. I've been waiting. Okay, so, where are we? Because I know you're still living in your cocoon, and thank you for coming out to play. Um, so Drake did have a response for Pusha T, according to Jay Prince. Do you know who Jay Prince is? No. Legendary hip hop producer, like finder, like his son is who found Drake, and convinced um, folks to uh, what's his name, Lil Wayne, to sign him and all these different things. He was so, on the set of DeGrassi. You're just no, like scouting talent. His son was on MySpace scouting talent uh, and found Drake. So okay. Then, so Jay Prince is like he's he's a mentor for Drake and is like this. He also has a book recently that's that's coming out actually or is out. Um, so he's just like a he's an old school dude, very old school, very has a lot of street cred, a lot of cred in the hip hop world, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and has mm-hmm. helped produce and and uh, discover some major major talent. And so um, he, he, so he had an interview with um, Sway from Sway in the Morning, um, from Sway from MTV Time, but like Sway, Sway, he ain't got the answers. <laughs> this is what I've heard. Why Sway? <laughs> Why Sway? He ain't got the answers, Sway. <laughs> I have a feeling Kanye is involved in this. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. So um, they obviously had an uh, interview about his book, and then you know Sway brought up uh, the whole Pusha T Drake thing, mm-hmm. um, and then 
Jay Prince basically said, after speaking with Kanye, I spoke with the brother and he didn't want this. I want this going, uh, I was saw this going to a place that feel that I feel would have ended his career if Drake would have put out this song and he had then and that he had on him. <gasps> he thinks Drake would have ended Kanye's career. Oh, he said more. He said the ingredients was overwhelming. I know for a fact it would have been bad for Kanye and my man. It would it just wouldn't be good. It's beyond music at this point. It's going to affect the livelihood. It's going to interfere with his whole lifestyle from that moment. Yeah. And this, I, and, I, and and he also brought up later on like you know the Tupac uh Biggie issue and like if you like think about it, what was the beef about? That's what I was thinking. It was about machismo and ego. Absolutely, and th- which is what this is. This right? is what this is. And I'm pretty sure there's more to it. I know Jay Jay Prince is like bringing like we don't want people's lives to be ruined for right. because of like some petty BS about right. you bringing up his fiance, just saying her name. You didn't say anything disrespectful. You just said her name, right. and then push it being even more disrespectful and back and forth and things like that. And so Drake said, okay, you are my mentor. I am listening to you and I'm not going to do it. And so Sway was like, so did you press delete? Like, did you hear it? Can you tell us what, what, what it said? Or like, you know, all these different things. And he's like, no, I didn't press delete. Drake's a man of his word and he has given me no reason not to believe him. So until he shows me otherwise, I know it's not coming out. It's not going to leak. I was like, I really hope it leaks. I really hope that leaks. I'm not going to I want to know lie. how it's going to destroy. level one. I because because what he's saying, we've seen it before. Like Ja Rule's career ended, yeah, because of Fifty Cent. Yep. Um, and then did Kanye end Fifty's career? No, they just he beat him in the album sales. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but Fifty annihilated J uh, Ja Rule. Rule. Yeah, can barely remember. I love how Ja Rule, uh, you know, um, uh commented on some of the things that were happening between Drake and Pusha T. Like, do what 50 did <laughs> or something like that. I was just like, dude, relax. Um, but there, I mean... Yeah, I... I, I, I also I mentioned, know. like, this feels very strange to say, but, like, you know how when Tupac died and Biggie died, there was a bunch of tracks that were leaked about, like, these are songs that they did that never was released. Um, maybe if the day that Drake dies in 100 years, we may, we may see the track come to life. Um... I, I notice that I said a hundred years because I don't want Drake to die at all. I no 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 yeah you're you're right on but man if Drake cause when Pusha T put that out there I even said well, did you say that you didn't know if Drake was gonna respond or something or no, someone I, did no Van Van Lathan said it's ready it like Drake yeah. is ready to go oh yeah I was like I have sources Drake, say is ready yeah and if, I was oh, nervous like oh. there was like an ounce of me that was just like what if he doesn't do well what oh, if it's you, bad I knew he was gonna deliver like you just came but out now we know he never, came out we will never out. know he came out for Drake's manager his producer, producer 40 I was like I know I have this wrong <laughs> producer who has MS yeah who's and, literally dying and Drake and, now, was and a lot of people come. and a lot of people think that he did release it on Multiple sclerosis awareness day on, on purpose. purpose. Well, who knows? But Drake, um, you do do that with his producer, his oh, best Drake friend. Is so, and then you talk about his mama. How his mama has never has never found love because your daddy like left her. When oh you man, were five and like, which I mean, we'll talk about like we all do like your mama jokes and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. like that was pretty That's bad. Deep cut. I would say both of those were pretty bad. Like the the dad and the mm-hmm, mom thing mm-hmm. was bad. But I'm just like, and the baby mama thing. I'm just like, okay, not great. Like mm-hmm. the baby mama and the illeg- illegitimate child or mm-hmm. whatever. Wait, well, how was Kanye involved in this beef? Because Kanye Pusha is in Kanye's like label. Okay, so then and 
Oh, I have to bring this up because this actually really pissed me off because I didn't realize this until after our cast. Mm-hmm. So Pusha T's album cover mm-hmm. um, for whatever his album is called, I forget, um, is uh, a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom. Like a ba- his ba- her bathroom sink that clearly has a lot of drugs in it and all these different things. Here's what I have to say. Pusha said she d- he didn't want that album cover because it was going to be too expensive because Kanye paid $85,000 for that picture from a cousin or something of Whitney. And like the whole Whitney camp is like, this is disgusting that you did that. And the fact that Kanye West spent $85,000 for this horrid picture of like probably a significantly low time in one of our legends lives you are you sir can go f yourself how dare you you have got to be kidding me what on push's album has any relation to that nothing Okay. It's just great art. You know, Kanye being Kanye. I'm like, what would someone think if the, if there was a picture of Kim out there when she was robbed in Paris and they put that as their album cover? Can they find that? I'm I don't I I hope to God it doesn't exist because how tra- traumatic is that? Whitney Houston's baby died because of how how hard it was for her to see her mom dead. Right. You know like so Drake, get the hell out of here. So Drake is sitting on the secret sauce on the he, button drake knows something i want that song to come out and i don't care if he's friends with uh <laughs> jay prince or jay not. prince after that well jay prince is very influential so i would not you would not want him in your oh, okay. your bad corner so jay prince is like the godfather he's yeah. like michael Corleone, do not do yeah he literally was like uh no and drake listened but we all know that drake at any point if he wanted to has the magic juice. He has something. Or, or as you know, some Pusha T fans would say, Drake has nothing. This is just a ploy to not respond. It's like the um, Paul Ryan uh, tax plan. Yes, it doesn't exist. Plan. Right. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very robust rap. The rap has uh, three phases to it. It's, uh, and uh, it's dynamic. It's dynamic, yes. And I, I will tell you the budget plan after, yeah, uh, after. we get elected. Yeah, after I get elected. I'll, I'll give it to you. I promise it's there. No, no, no. If I look at Pusha T and I look at um, Drake and I look at their bodies of work and their style mm-hmm. and the uh, artisanship sure. of their lyricist mm-hmm. work, lyric uh, work, lyric work, mm-hmm. their lyricals, mm-hmm. um, it makes me believe that Drake is not lying about this. And I really think he could <sighs> annihilate. Like, think about Kanye. I, think, think about how much dirt you could get on Kanye today. I mean, Kanye did come out and say that he was dying. I mean, I don't know if you listened to his album, but uh, which one? His new album. It's oh, called Kanye's Ye. new one. Oh no, I haven't listened. To it. Um, yeah, don't you don't have to. Okay, it's not great. Okay, I don't like it. Production is good. It's like sure. produced very well, but um, it's not like it's not good music in my opinion. Have you seen his new sneakers? Kanye sneakers with I don't Adidas. like any of Kanye's sneakers oh they're bad so oh they're bad they're they're a play on the 90s and I'm like we should have left it in the 90s uh, that's not a good look man oh my god I really want those Stewie's uh, LeBron sixes help yourself they're out there if you want them it's not in your size it's not out there. You went trying. I looked. You looked at all the sneaker databases. No, I have not. You, there's a black market for sneakers that you just need to tap into because you can find those. 
I guess. It might cost you $7,000, but... But then maybe I can flip it for $14,000. But why do you want them then? I don't know. I want to touch them. You just want to touch them. Okay, I got it. Okay, okay. Um, okay, cool. Anyway, I don't know why. Anyway, so that's Pusha T and Drake. Um, J and B uh, debuted their their kids, specifically Mm -hmm. the twins, Mm -hmm. uh, on the run tour two. On the Run 2 is out, and so pictures of the babies came out, and they're so cute. They're really cute. That's all I have to say about that. And yeah, that's it on my end. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, I know you don't care about J&B, but uh, if you don't know, you can check the On the Run Tour 2 uh, Twitter page to see their pictures, because they're literally the cutest little nuggets in the whole wide world. I haven't seen these kids. Uh, yeah, because the last picture we saw of them, like official picture from the camp, was when Beyonce debuted them, looking like Mary, Mother of Jesus. All and right. then, then there were some paparazzi pictures um, of them. Um, so, But this is like pictures of just her holding the babies. Sir and Rumi? Sir and Rumi. S-I-R and R-U-M-I. Um, let's get it some happened today, I believe. Images. Images. Oh, little cute little sprites. Yeah, they're cute. Aww. Look at their little nuggets. I don't even... I don't even care for babies like that, but yeah. they're cute as a Aww. button. And the mom looks great. Mom looks like she, she's she recovering She gave well. three birth to three babies. This is unreal. Beyonce is a mother... Of three. That's incredible. Um, okay, I don't know if I have anything else. That's that's it for me in the week's news. Yeah, same. Yeah. Do we want to do you want to talk about some ball because I feel like that. we need to break down the emotions that we had last week. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but we could do it. I just I'm going to relive those emotions. It's just we're going to have a lot of feelings about it. All right, let's talk about let's it. Let's just do it. All right, folks, it is time to talk about some ball. Um, specifically finals we talked about it um last week we are at the finals we game three is happening tonight Mm -hmm. we're recording the cast a little bit early just so that we could i mean we're going to also record it while watching the cast while watching the game but whatever it's better for us to do it this way so we can concentrate my nerves can't take it i can't is what we're saying so we all know uh, if you don't if you didn't know both the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors are in the finals of the National Basketball Association. What year is this? This is 2018, and this is the fourth year in a row that this is happening. Oh, that's why I feel deja vu. Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, so I think there are kids who went through four years of high school and college who, and college who only saw this. Yes, I feel for those kids. I mean. We did it six times in Chicago, so with a little break in between. So. Yeah, you took a break in between, though. Yeah. So it, wasn't it was like just like a one-year break. You, at most, you had three consecutive years. You yeah, still we got had two to watch. Yeah, I know, you, but you still got to watch the Rockets at least once. That's true. Right. That's true. That's these, true. That's these, true. These kids from this generation they with their nerves, they don't even know. They don't deserve this. They don't. They, they don't, don't deserve this. The the young up and coming basketball fans don't deserve this. No, they deserve a more um, diverse pool of talent. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But we'll get to it. Right. Um, so I figured it might 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 make sense to kind of just very quickly break down game one and game two, and how we feel about game one and game two. Um, <sighs> Because I feel like we feel maybe more things about game one than we do game two. So why don't we start there? Okay. Because let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. I feel like we should start at the end of that game. That's actually perfect, actually. Um, So 
the game is in gold in golden state the Cavs are looking good for the most part throughout the game if you're listening to this cast and you don't know this by now i'm i don't know you talk about me living under a rock i assume most people listening to this know what happened in game one right but we're just breaking it down in our feelings okay so the Cavs are doing good in game one you know they're leading every once in a while then golden state would lead every once in a while it was a back and forth and and i remember watching it was i watching it with you no i wasn't watching it wait yes yes no were we watching it no game two we were game two we were yes game one i remember feeling not good yeah yeah so game one the Cavs were doing like good and we were and i was perplexed because i was like oh everyone's showing up Mm -hmm. people are Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. all right not everyone's putting all the buckets and numbers that we need them to but they're showing up and doing what they got to do sure. and it's and it's making some sort of a difference in the game at the end of the day. Right. LeBron's on trajectory to have 80,000 points. Right. He at the end of the game had 51 points. Right. And was one assist shy of a yes, triple double. Uh, no, that or was or rebound or something like that. Yeah. Um, one shy. Actually, let me see if we have game 1 game 1 box scores. Um, and so, um, let's see, I'm just going to pull this up. Oh no, that's not what I wanted. Where are you? Game one, Rockets, Rockets, Cavs, Warriors, boom. So, Shabuya. Shabuya, I got it. So yeah, he was actually two points, I mean, two assists and two rebounds away from a triple double. Mm -hmm. Um, but everyone as far, like, like you know, not everybody, but um, Kevin Love had twenty one points. Uh, Jr. had ten points. Tristan Thompson had two points. George Hill and Jeff Green had seven together. Larry Nance had nine points. That's interesting. Eat that, Larry. That's that's something. So the game in itself was good, and then at the end of the fourth quarter, there was like what ten seconds left. So like it was something yeah minute mm-hmm, left, mm-hmm. but still a lot of basketball could have happened. Sure. George Hill. Um, had two free throws to put in, mm-hmm. and his first free throw went in, mm-hmm. tied the game. Tied the game. Great. Second free throw didn't go in, and JR, and which would have won the game for them, essentially, potentially. Potentially, yeah. And so missed the second free throw. Right. JR Smith gets the rebound. Here we go. Get to it. And and I was like, yes, JR, you finally did something right. Right. Call a timeout. Right. No. No. You know what he did? He thought we were playing street ball and that we had to, you know, go all the way back out to the middle of the court. I can't. The brother dribbles the ball I can't. out into the middle of the, almost towards the, the midpoint line of, of the court. Where are you going? And LeBron is like, what are you doing? What is happening on this And LeBron's earth. trying to get a timeout, but no one's like, he couldn't. And he's also in shock. He's paralyzed. As, and... All of a sudden, I think JR realizes what's happening, throws a ball to George Hill. Mm-hmm. Why are you throwing the ball to George Hill, who missed a free throw? George Hill's wondering the same thing. And George Hill's like, okay. He tries to shoot the ball. He tries to shoot the ball, and I think it was, um, oh, what's his face? Green, Draymond, right. that blocked him, didn't go through. Whatever. He Game didn't... goes into overtime. Right, and LeBron's 
meme of himself. You know what that moment reminded me of? JR in that moment reminds me of when I played t-ball as a kid. Mm -hmm. And they put me in the outfield. Uh And then a ball came out to me. Mm -hmm. And I was holding it. And people were yelling things. Yeah. And I didn't know what was going on. But there was a lot of motion happening. Sure. Particularly on the diamond with this one kid running around the bases. Right. But everyone was yelling so much that I couldn't really make a decision. So I just held the ball. Right. Until all the motion died down. Right. So I let the kid complete the, the yeah. home run. Okay. Is everyone <laughs> calm now? Okay, great. Now I'm going to throw the ball to the infield <laughs> and everyone relax. <laughs> you know, JR in that moment saw a bunch of people yelling at him, and, pointing and, and stuff, but he threw it at wherever. Go ahead. What I like when everything kind of happened, you hear, you see JR's mouth go, I thought we were up. And I was like, honey, sweetie, what? How did you. How did you think we were up? I've never seen LeBron that mad at a teammate before. Uh, yeah, he was frustrated. And he deserved it. Oh, that 100%. Was fine. And JR is real sensitive. You're lucky there was no soup around because he would have thrown that shit at everybody. He was just <laughs> so in his feelings. But did you see when they were on the bench talking after that and JR was. <laughs> what did, did you do? When... Did you see what he said to the Coach Lou? No. He thought they were up. There's that. Right. But then also, he LeBron is sitting there two seats away from him. Right. And he's just I know LeBron asked Ty, like, do we have a timeout? Do we have a timeout? Well, and Ty is like, yes, we did. Oh, and then, but JR is like, we didn't have any timeouts, did we? Oh, okay. Le- it, it was, it was. Le- no, yeah. Jason, he- uh, JR asked Ty Lu, oh, we I didn't know. have any timeouts, did we? And that's when LeBron lost it like he went head in hands no he also over. asked it too because like no lebron knew oh of all people lebron knew they had a timeout no i thought lebron asked that question I no 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 lebron definitely knew they had a timeout, well, which is why he tried to call it. that's why no he one. tried to call it but then jr didn't think they had a timeout and he asked we didn't have any timeouts did we lebron went he just took his white towel and just covered over his yes. his hairline. That's rescinding. J- JR <laughs> caused at least 60 gray hairs on his head that day. Oh, or his, lost some of the hair that he His beard went so gray it looked like uh, Santa Claus on that bench. You saw him age five years in that five seconds. It was seconds. so bad. LeBron was as mad as I've ever seen any superstar in the post game. Well, I think at practice one day when he was wearing those Stewie Griffin mm-hmm. LeBron sixes. One of the reporters said, LeBron, you're being criticized uh, by the media for not being supportive of your teammate (laughs) in the midst of all that chaos. Like, Mm -hmm. people are saying, well, he's just really not supportive of JR at a time where JR. I thought he was supportive just enough. Um, Yeah, and he said the same thing. I don't think you need to do more than that. LeBron said, criticize me? I'm getting criticized? Oh my God. That can't be. There's no way. And he said, what else? I mean, what do you want me to say? We're in the finals? We're here you made a really big mistake. on the way to a championship. Right. How supportive do you want me to be? Also, this game should have been 1-1-1. One, one, one. We should be at a 1-1 one, one right now. Jeez. J.R. Smith. Okay. And if you Let's go- also say George Hill needed to make that shot. Okay, sure. Free but- throws are free. You should have made the uh, shot. Yeah, sure. Because there was only like eight seconds left. Like what they were going to follow. It's a lot of pressure. And yeah. like you don't make it. It happened. Shaquille O'Neal had an entire career based on that. But <laughs> you, uh, as George yeah, Hill- true. You, you do the best you can, and if you don't make it, that's where someone on an offensive rebound needs to know the score 
and how many timeouts you have. And JR has been one of those guys. He's since, done this before. He's, he's done, done this, this at, multiple he's times. He's done this at the Knicks. Yes, and he has never been that guy you could depend on as a starting shooting guard. And that has been said by multiple people that he should be coming off the bench. When they got Dwayne Wade, yeah, he should. Dwayne should have been the starting shooting guard, and Jr. should have come off the bench, and they should have split minutes. But Jr. got all in his feelings and pouted, and they had to. Dwayne took a step back so Jr. could be the starting shooting guard over Hall of Famer, top thirty scorer Dwayne Wade. Four, I say Dwayne The Rock Johnson for three, some reason. Three, three championships. Yep. Yeah. And JR was like, well, I don't want to be a starting shooting guard. JR is not a starting shooting guard. Nope. And he, he has, has no handles. And None. no, I was just like, I couldn't believe this. And you had 10 points. You can't say, you played 38 minutes and have 10 points. Well, that's good for him. Right. That's the sad thing. LeBron had played all 48 minutes and had 51 points. Homeboy. And it still had made no <sighs> difference. I Kevin Love, so 39 bad. minutes, 21 points. I feel so bad for LeBron James. So, of course, they went into overtime. Right. And Warriors won. The Warriors, you know. I, I just felt like that really changed. Like, there was a couple of bad calls that the refs made um, right. that were not great. Um, but it was just like this one thing after another that once in overtime, the it was just like the Cavs gave up. Yeah. And well, you just and you just saw LeBron tired because he had played forty eight minutes, and he showed himself as the kryptonite to the Warriors. The, Kevin Durant could just show up mm-hmm. and do the bare minimum, minimum work. Yeah. Um, the you know, and, and people will say, like, look at his numbers. Like, Kevin Durant had 26 points the first game. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. really good. But he doesn't have to be the LeBron James of his team. He mm. doesn't have to carry like that. No. He, but he has to guard. There's no pressure for him to carry it that no, way. No, because Curry had 29 and Klay Thompson had 24. You're getting double digits from multiple people on your team. I mean, just to, the thought that LeBron got you that close to winning at Golden State. Against a team that was stacked with monsters. Right. He deserves, regardless of how this series ends, he deserves to be the finals MVP. I don't know about that. Because did you see Steph Curry's game, game two? Yeah, that's fine. And, uh, Nine you know, threes? We'll see. Okay. So he does that. But that means uh, Kevin Durant doesn't have to show up that night. Yeah. The next night, Kevin Durant But they Durant still showed show up, up, though. Kevin Durant, second night, had 26 points. Klay Thompson had 20 points, and Curry had 33 points. You know what You know what? Uh, LeBron has? LeBron has him at 29 points. Kev Love at 22 points. Everyone else, Tristan, George Hill, 11 and 15. Um, so, like, there's no one making points in the 20s for, for, for LeBron outside of Kevin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is the most valuable player to his team. The fact team, yes. that this guy can get... His team even close enough to sniff a victory against this crowd. It's the same thing that happened two years ago when he had no Kevin Love and no Kyrie. Three years ago. Two years ago. Three. Last year was Golden State. The year before. Was Cleveland. The year before that was Oh, that's, yes. Yes, Yeah, when he got six. Right, right, right. That went to a game six. Yeah, yeah. And he was all by his damn self. Yep. We were saying he should have been the MVP then. He should be the MVP now. Well, we'll see. 
I just I know I'm biased on this, but when I look at I, these I mean numbers, everyone just keeps on talking about Steph getting the Finals MVP. Yeah, because he's been waiting. Well, not waiting, but he hasn't gotten one in two championships, and people think that somehow he needs to have one to be a marker of a good player. Yeah, no, he's just even if you put all the all the hands on his face, he still will make that shot. Yeah, because that's just kind of the assassin that he he's, is. He's a great shooter. Oh, did you see the numbers on his? Um, who did he just pass up? Ray Allen? Yeah, about the threes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had nine threes in a finals game, and he passed up Ray Allen. Yeah, he did that. And then most threes in... Postseason? Postseason. He... Oh, my God. Like, where like, he is in his trajectory. I think Reggie Miller's ahead of him mm-hmm. with threes made. And I forget the number of threes. Right. But Reggie had his number... In 171 games. This man. Is right on his heel. And everyone after him is like 200-something games. It took right. him to do it. With with Steph, 88 games. That's disgusting. It's gross. Wow. I, I mean, mean, he's an amazing player. The, and I was... Was I talking to you about this? Like, for the longest time, before Kevin Durant came into the Golden State Warriors, we talked about the Splash Brothers. We talked... Uh, we were talking about we this. We were talking about yes. this. Yes. Okay. We were talking about the Splash Brothers. Who were the Splash Brothers, Alex? Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Right. They're the Splash Brothers. Right. Cool. We have yet to talk about the Splash Brothers since Kevin Durant's No one here. talks about them as the Splash someone, Brothers. Someone recently mentioned it and like, mm-hmm. I think it was at the jump. I think Rachel Nichols maybe mentioned it. And I was just like, I have not heard that in a million years. No. Because the brothers just need to do what they got to do and right. Kevin does what he has to do. And, you know, freaking, uh, what's his face? Draymond Green is like defensively... A monster right like this i man right now so the first two games if you are not realizing it now you know you now know uh the warriors have it and um we'll see what game three brings because uh it's at, at home with the Cavs. Right. so we'll see if cleveland will show up uh both the i, I know that the the sports team the sports uh fans will show up but mm. we'll see if the players show up i just think kevin durant his life grew so much exponentially easier. Yeah. When he made he the does, shift. Like, there is no pressure. No. There is no pressure. So that's why it's not even just like, oh, he, he made a punk ass move and went to the Golden State Warriors. But he, okay, so there's that. But there's this other notion of like, you went to the Golden State Warriors and had no, like, there's, you have no pressure. You just gotta, you just gotta stay healthy, make the shots. You'll be fine. It's like Kevin. There's no reason. You have no obstacle. No one's like Kevin. You got to be the man. Your team's depending on you. Actually, no. Actually, you, you, you could be okay. You you just get 15. You can you can Steph, have you can have a, a a bad day. Steph can do okay. And if Steph can't do okay, then Clay's gonna do okay. Right. And Draymond will do whatever he needs to do because Draymond will take a five point game or he'll have a 20 point game. But he'll be defensively a monster. Oh, he's an he's like a triple double in weight. Yeah. Like his assist. I mean seven. Eight rebounds, seven assists, five points. That's what he did in game two. Because yep. that's all they needed him to do. Yeah. I watched him cut, drive, dish out to the and wing. And he played the most points that game. He played 39 minutes that game. The most everybody. minutes that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say games? Points. points. Get, yeah. mo- most minutes that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I mean... Because you put, need someone like him to be a defensive monster for He is else. the gel. Steve Kerr puts him on the floor because he's the utility man that just does everything. He just has a lot of feelings, too, so it's always fun. Did you see the post game with Draymond? Because Tristan and him have gotten to some jabs in the first... first uh, uh, for the first game. He's an antagonist. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, Tristan didn't... 
Sure. Yeah. Tristan's not. Some I think Tristan said like you guys are cheating or something. Or no, that this was a meme. <laughs> it was a meme that Tristan's like you guys are cheating, and then Draymond goes. The meme says the and then Draymond goes. What the way like like how you cheated on Chloe? Oh. And then he pushes. Never let the, it die. Never let pushes. it die. I'm like ah. Oh. Never let this it. This is down. awesome. I love the internet. Dang man, <laughs> I just the the Golden State Warrior team is so stacked that it is a wonder. If anyone will ever beat them in the next foreseeable future, Kevin Durant's getting his money. I just I don't know who unless LeBron leaves this team, which he's going to because he has a two K curse. All right, because he's on NBA Two K nineteen, the twentieth anniversary. Now he has to. He's going to leave Cleveland. Yeah, because every other player has left their team. Kyrie. Who was who was two K eighteen? Yeah, that was Kyrie. No, two K seventeen. Seventeen. Um, Kevin Durant. Was it Kevin? I don't know. Cover athlete. Oh, it was Kobe. It was there's oh, a Kobe edition. Yeah, yeah. Well, he retired. Yeah, so I mean that makes sense. They just leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and fine. So who was sixteen? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Steph. No, well, well it's fine. okay that's fine recent fine. history recent in recent history people have left so he, he where do you think he'll go i don't know i i mean if daryl Morey's serious about this arms race go ahead and get yourself a lebron trade everybody you got except for chris paul and james harden and make this happen but I mean, I, if houston, i see that i'll be upset i don't i i don't know if he would do houston i hope not he'd be playing with his friend cp3 but that's he's not gonna go to miami He's not. I don't want him to go to the Lakers. But if Paul go. George goes to the Lakers, and you get which is <sighs> what people are thinking is going to happen. LeBron going to a 30, or to the Pelicans. Those are the yeah. Other two people options. are saying Pelicans too, which yeah. seems odd to me. But whatever. Yeah. Thirty. Um, but they're talking about Boogie Cousins also going mm-hmm. to the Lakers. Yeah. So if you can get Boogie with a LeBron James and a Chris Paul or um, uh, CP, uh, uh, no, uh, Paul, Paul George. George. Um, or I would say Kawhi, but I wouldn't be looking for Kawhi like yeah. that. You don't know what his mood is. Yeah. But if you put a Paul George on there with LeBron and a DeMarcus Cousins, I mean, they that's could a, actually that's be, appealing. Yeah. That's appealing. And it would actually give a run for, like, the West would be a little bit more interesting to watch, too. Yeah. Lonzo, Not by much. And Lonzo's personality is developing into something quite interesting. If you watch those commercials for the Equalizer, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. It's, this is a family movie, right? My par- my dad can be in it. But my family can be in it, right? Right? No. Not even my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, he, I like that he can make fun of himself. He did an interview recently where he goes in the booth and he talks about his love for hip hop and mm-hmm. rapping and all that. Yeah, he has a rap album. He has out. some flow. He has some flow. His yeah. tattoo, his new tattoo for his forearm, is really um, bad. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, he knows he's a guy who likes rap and he likes basketball. The, the question I have, though. He states outright, rap is a way to kind of escape the pressures of basketball. Sure. Whereas Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard, plays basketball. I've never heard him say rap is an escape no. from basketball. It's just another creative endeavor for him yeah. to express himself. Right. So I just, longevity Which is wise, why I like Dame Dollar more. Even who, his rap game is Who better. got voted by the NBA players as uh, most, most clutch. Yes, that is and he's my also first dude. team. And first also- team point guard. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm yes. just saying. Dang dollars here. And Everything people- coming up dang. <laughs> uh, I've been on the dame train for a while. You have. You've 
You've also been on the Portland train for a while, which I'm just like, I need you to relax. PDX? <laughs> like, relax. Hey, You're staying in New York forever. It's out there. Um, that weather is calling me. But but uh, he, uh, his shoe line, mm-hmm. Dame's shoe line, it's nothing to scoff at. That's no. some pretty good tech in that shoe. And he does it for the people. When he dropped the Dame 2 uh-huh. three years ago, uh-huh. price it, premium cushioning. Really nice continental He's with rubber. Nike or with Adidas. Adidas. With Adidas, okay. Really nice continental rubber outsole, tacky, sticky, right. really durable. Made for like you could do it outdoors. Nice. Um, and he had a really nice performance woven upper. Yeah. Normally that kind of shoe would cost you around one hundred forty dollars. Sure. This man sold it for one hundred and five. Wow. Damn dollar. And why? Here for the people. Doing it for the people. He's All like, right. I played on milk crates when I was a kid. I want kids to be able to buy my shoes. Aww. 105 bucks. And then he went up to 115, but he's still like the lowest priced sneaker Ugh. in the game today. He He's my dope person of the week again. Nice. Just it. Just it. I mean, hey, I'm a, I'm a Dame fan. I'm glad he did well. Well, I mean, we'll see what game three will bring. It's going to happen in a, in a few and, you mm-hmm. know, we'll see what happens. We will. All right. Do you want to talk about some dope people? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it all right folks it is are you okay there <laughs> yeah I'm just, I, I wasn't done eating this nacho <laughs> all right um it is time to talk about some dope people it's dope person of the week time Who you got? it's my turn first right so my person is none other than the amazing and wonderful diana tarazi of the phoenix mercury who's a WNBA player i'm sorry we just finished watching the cavaliers and warriors game <laughs> three so i'm a little bit i know we're feeling right now we're we're miffed We'll talk about it in a second. Continue me, on. Can I talk about my dope person? I'm focused. Can a lady speak? I'm <laughs> locking in. Go ahead. So um, the reason why I brought her up, not only because she had a phenomenal week this week, um, but because she's a pretty dope basketball player and uh, just overall cool person. She plays a, a, a guard, the guard for the Phoenix Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is WNBA's all-time leading scorer. And this past Tuesday, she was the first ever WNBA player to reach 8,000 points. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. Their season's only like 30 games. Right. And she's been playing for, I believe, 14 seasons? That sounds about right. Yeah, 14 seasons. With, and she's been with the Mercury all 14. Um, in 2000, She has uh, three championships and was the 2009 MVP. Um, and she's an eight-time All-Star, two-time Finals MVP, uh, became the WNBA's leading scorer in 2017, and surpassed, and to end with this 8,000 point, um, she surpassed Tina Thompson's mark of 7,488 points, being the highest. Um, and oh, she was dude. very humble about it. She's like, somebody's going to come along and break it eventually. Um, she's like, it's a nice round number. Um, very humble, very sweet about it, and just believe she went to UConn, I think she did. Uh, I remember, which is a great basketball. She won a school. championship there. Yep. So good under Gino Oriema. Yep. And then great. I remember when she got drafted. I was. So, she was one of the only basketball players that I, like you know, no. Yeah. yeah. Like the end. The WNBA. Side. I will say that like. I wish I liked the WNBA more. Like, I wish sure. they were televised more. I wish, you know, all of those things. Um, and because they aren't, I felt like it was important to, you know, we talk about all-time NBA scorers all the time in our cast, and we never really talk about the WNBA. So I felt like 
the least I can do is give my girl Diana some props for mm-hmm. such a great accomplishment, which she's only going to get more. So like, you know, yeah. it's, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty great. So congrats, Diana. You're our dope person this week, or at least for me. Whoop, whoop. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice and short and sweet. There you go. Mm-hmm. Who's well, yours, bud? I know you're sad, but like... I am, I'm still sad. I'm also devastated because for those of you who don't know, we paused the recording so that we could watch the game that we thought... I thought for a while that the Cavs would win. No. And then everything changed. No. Even... What? Are we going to debrief this after I do my dope person? Sure, let's debrief, debrief it after. My ahead, dope, dope person is JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. Center for the Golden State Warriors. I chose this person because I believe he's the first or second player in NBA history to uh, go perfect from the field in a finals game who's yep. had at least six shots. Yeah, and he made all six. He made all six. Well, he made more than six. Right. But he, yeah. he. Yeah, because I think he had a free throw. Well, just field goals they're talking about. Oh. He went perfect from the field. So oh. that's like hard to do. Sure is. Not when you're seven foot and you stand that close to the basket. Maybe not. I don't know, but it's not been done before. So, hey, whatever. (laughs) Is he seven foot? Yeah. Damn, that's tall. He's 6'12". That's seven foot. Okay. So, either way. I was like, 6'12 isn't 12 inches a foot? Tomato, tomato. Because right now I'm looking at Jordan. He's 6'6". Yes, I'm still talking about the cardboard cutout. You just make your day. That's, That's like six more inches. And that's... Exactly. And that's how tall he is. That's right. It's bogus. Damn. So he's up there, uh, mile high. He used to play for Denver, but now he plays for the Golden State Warriors. Sure does. Who won the game today? They win all the games. So (laughs) JaVale McGee is a video gamer. He is big into Call of Duty and some other things that he plays to relax. Um, So he gets into the tech stuff. He's pretty heady about that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, His mom was a gold medal Olympian. In what? Uh, Olympic gold medalist, NCAA All-American, back-to-back NCAA champion, and WNBA player. Oh, so Mo- basketball runs in his yeah. blood. Yeah. Mother, okay. Mother McGee. Mother McGee. Pam McGee is her name. So she's all about that. Um, he wants to be a filmmaker in the future. Mm-hmm. So he's got a creative side to him. And uh, he has a sphinx cat. Ew. Which he loves very much. And I'm sure he does. An interesting you know? looking animal if you've never seen All it. All I have to say is that, you know, every mother loves their child, right? And so, like most mothers love their children, even if their children are ugly. So uh, so he must love his sphinx cat. Because sphinx cats are not cute. It's hard to come by, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and something I didn't know about JaVale McGee, he uh, went... Oh, what do they say? He's the tallest host of every... Oh, he's the host of the very entertaining Parking Lot Chronicles YouTube show. Oh, my God. On okay. Kevin Durant's channel. Oh, my God. Okay. Didn't know Kevin Durant had a channel, but Javel McGee does the Parking Lot Chronicles. Nice nice to know. And as sure, of it's very entertaining. This year, JaVale became a full-time vegan, so he is oh, completely so he's like vegan. You. I wasn't going to say anything about my diet. I'm just saying JaVale is a vegan, and that helps him. He says he gathers more energy, and it helped him get more cut. So he's like Kyrie. Isn't Kyrie also a vegan? Plant-based diet. Yeah. Yep. Yep, sounds about right. So there, there's that. Maybe that's why he has perfect games. Kyrie? Like, no. Oh. JaVale. Yeah, JaVale. Um, I don't think so. 
He's, can, I just, can I just have this? He's been a little bit of a goofball and makes some sorry. dumb plays in the mm-hmm. past, but uh, we've since stopped teasing him about that mm-hmm. since Shaq got on him pretty hard and mom didn't like it. JaVale's mm-hmm. mom, who's very... Pam, she's very involved. Right. She she's, didn't like she's Shaq. She's a pro basketball player, right. former pro... I mean. She didn't like Shaq saying some stuff about her kid, so she jumped in. Shaq stopped that. Now JaVale is on a winning club, and he's a Hall of Fame... Or, sorry, Hall of Fame. <laughs> I was like, He oh. is a champion as of last year with the Golden State Warriors. So my dope person for these finals, because he's stepping up, doing big things, had double digits tonight, JaVale McGee. Do we really want to talk about tonight and how I sad we are? I hate it. I don't like it. I, uh, as a friend of mine, just texted me. He just said, fuck this. I'm going to go get into FIFA. All right. <laughs> this is this is stupid. Why are we doing this every year? I don't know. So Kevin Durant played 43 minutes and got 43 points. Draymond Green, 40 minutes, 10 points. JaVale... 14 minutes, 10 points. Clay Thompson, 41 minutes, 10 points. Steph Curry, 39 minutes, 11 points. Andre Iguodala, 22 minutes, 8 points. Sean Livingston, 17 minutes, 8 points. And Jordan Bell, 12 minutes, 10 points. So everyone did well on the Warriors. The Cavs. LeBron, 47 minutes, 33 points. Kevin Love, 31 minutes, 20 points. Tristan Thompson, 34 minutes, 8 points. J.R. Smith, 33 minutes, 13 points. George Hill, 27, 5 points. Rodney Hood, 26 minutes, 15 points. He showed up today. Jeff Green, 18 minutes, 3 points. Larry Nance Jr., 13 minutes, 5 points. And Kyle Cover did nothing. <laughs> except do two rebounds. Yeah. I don't I don't even know what to say. Because for, for a second, I was like, maybe they'll win. The first half, I was like, maybe... Maybe the Cavs got this. Like they had good, the first quarter was amazing and was quite, you know, like LeBron did his own alley oop kind of thing. It was really great where he bounced the ball off the backboard and dunked it. In the first quarter, I was like, "Oh my god, LeBron." And now I just like you like Steph Curry did not hit any I think he hit a total of two threes of like the 15 he tried to put up or something like that and they still did they still won because they don't you could have a bad day when you have a stacked team like this are you eating your feelings yep (laughs) we're just eating chips and salsa at this point i'm just so sick of seeing the warriors do what they do put together games where they don't even have to be at the top cutting edge of it and just they still just cutting the paint that's what they've been doing just, that's how they won they just cut it well, i mean to their credit that system that they were using tonight to cut it was amazing was beating the calves time and again yep. so if the calves aren't going to defend against it you might as well keep using it yep but steph curry can have four points in the first half go to the locker room for part of the game come back out only score 11 and you still won that game hmm. like what is your arsenal that you can just pick at random a player each night to say you're gonna carry us tonight yeah because i'm kind of tired my ankle's been kind of acting up so can you just can you take care of it if lebron takes a night off they don't win they're done you're cooked like goose Oof. kevin love might have a decent game but it's not and kevin be love enough. has consistently showed 20 through the season throughout the season in the off season i'll give you 20 and 10 i will be reliable right 
I just I just want competitive basketball again. I think this Golden State Warriors team should be disbanded. They should be. You you and Kwame made a really good point about CP3. Yeah. How is it that a league is going to put the kibosh prohibiting a trade of the New Orleans Pelicans point guard? Um, I think time. it was New Orleans Hornets yeah, was, at the time. I, yeah. To um, from CP3 to the Lakers because they said it was going to be detrimental to the league and throw up. They were going to put CP3 with Kobe mm-hmm. and Powell and Odom or whatever. Right. And they said the league said no because it was too much. Right. Why didn't they say no to KD? This like doesn't actually make sense. Like I completely forgot that happened. Well, when you mentioned it today, I was like, oh my god. That happened. That was part of a trade. And right. The league was at the time taking over the Hornets. Yeah. Because of the hurricane. Right, 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 right. So the league was acting in the interest of the Hornets as ownership. And they felt like it wasn't in the best interest of the Hornets. And ergo the league, because the league is making that decision. Yeah. I mean I get uh, I understand that. This uh, Kevin Durant's situation was free agency. He right. could do whatever he wanted. And since the Warriors and a lot of teams got all this cash money from TV contracts that year, just out of nowhere. Right. Just a random sum from TNT and ABC and ESPN. Like, we got all this money. Here you go, NBA. Do something with it. The players voted to have all that money be used at once instead of, like, spread out over time. Yeah. So the Warriors said, we got all this dough. Kevin, do you want to play? And he said, sure. So he took he took a loophole and he got himself in that way. I just wish he hadn't. Still a punk ass move. It's a punk ass move, man. Uh, I don't know, man. The year Is... after you left, Russell Westbrook was MVP. My question averaged a triple fucking double. Now my question is. Friday going to be the last day we see LeBron in the Caps uniform. Mm. Or do you think the Cavs will take that win? I don't know. Everything hurts inside. Mm, I, I feel dead the, inside. Um, <laughs> I. Hmm. You're not sure. I could see the Warriors letting one game slip, so, so they, they can, can win go, they can win at in home. Golden State. But I don't think it's in Steve Kerr or their nature to. Just to phone to, it in. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. Um, we'll see, man. I don't know, but I think he leaves. I, listen, I don't I know if he know will leave. I just, if I were him, I would go somewhere else. <sighs> but, but you know what? Here's the thing. I go to the I go to the finals every year if I'm with this team, right? Yes. But I just have to do so much work. And that's gonna it's gonna take a hit on his body. It's 15 seasons of playing, and right. this season. Specifically, his fifteenth one. He has played every game. You need to go play in in the regular season and in the playoffs. You should play for the New York Knicks. No, you don't want that bad juju flying going with him. No. I think he'd be good here. Nah, I'm I'm good. Though I would watch every game though. I would I try to get go to every game because it's right by us. <laughs> that's that's why I want him here. <laughs> All right. He deserves better than what he has. That's true. That's true. We'll see if uh, the Cavs will give that for him. 
All right. I guess that's all that we have. Sorry, yeah, such man. a such a bummer of an ending for that our... And we were doing fine. We were good. We talked about a lot of fun things. And then the Cavs lost. Ugh, what a day. All, all right, right, friends. Thank you for listening and hearing us moan and groan about how terrible this this uh, last game was make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms and uh sign into our dms and talk to us um and subscribe and rate and all those wonderful things anything you want to end off on mvp finals mvp if, if the warriors win uh-huh. mvp should be jr smith okay bye, bye. be dope and we'll catch you later folks <laughs> you lost your mind <laughs>